Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is Coach Bob Stoops. He spent 18 years at Oklahoma winning 190 games, losing only 48 He resigned in June 2017 after an impressive tenure that included a national championship in 2000 and winning 10 Big 12 titles. He played defensive back in college at Iowa where he was the team MVP in 1982. Coach Stoops has a new memoir. It's called No Excuses, The Making of a Head Coach. It chronicles his rise in football, his life and legacy, and the exciting chapters to come as he remains intimately connected to college football, OU, the Big 12, and in 2020 will be leading a new team, the Dallas Renegades, in the inaugural season of the XFL. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Great to be with you today. All right, well, we're, we're glad to have you on, and, and actually, I want to start with your, your new book, No Excuses, and, and I'm curious, what was the process like for you putting this book together? What, what were the most rewarding aspects, and, and what were the tougher parts of, of really determining what to write? Well, just, um, you know, I, I, I wrote it with the co-author, Gene Wojciechowski, who's, uh, you know, a pro's pro, great writer. He's written about 12, 13 books. So he really had to lay out what he thought would, would be the proper way to go about it. And then it was, for me, a lot of reflection going back from my younger days, childhood days through high school, college, and then my entire coaching career and my path. So we just tried to pick out the, you know, the bigger moment moments or the, you know, the different moments and a lot of funny stories through, you know, throughout those times. So it was really easy to do with Gene because he's such a pro. But it was, you know, it was fun to reflect on so many fun, great moments. Um, you know, some tough moments. Uh, losing my father young, you know, talking and reliving that was, wasn't easy to do. And as well as, you know, one, there's one part in there. There's a, there's a health scare for a, a period of time with my daughter at five years old. And she's great now. But mm. going back and revisiting that time was really hard. But, um, you know, I did it because I'm asked so many times, what was your path to becoming a head coach? Like someone will tell me, I want to be a head coach. How did you do it? How does it work? And, you know, you can't really tell somebody that in a five-minute conversation. As well as, you know, I'm asked all the time about how we changed the culture at Oklahoma so fast after so many years without championships. And then in our second year, we go undefeated and win the championship. And then when, you know, so many, you know, the next 20 years, we're probably the most consistent team in America, you know, in that, in that period of time from 2000 to now. So anyhow, those were the reasons to do it. And that was the process. Oh, that's great. Coach Bob Stoops, our guest right now on Unpacking It, his new book, No Excuses, The Making of a Head Coach. And so when, when someone finishes reading your book, what, what do you hope they take away and, and, and learn 
uh, you know, because you kind of described your process and what you wanted to do. What what do you want someone to take away moving forward after they finish? Well, hopefully, just that they understand the path I took, um, you know, and how it happened. Uh, also, maybe some of our philosophies and you know what we thought was important in building our program and building it so quickly, and and how we kept it so successful, the consistency through the years. Uh, again, there's a lot of what our thoughts were as a coaching staff and, you know, the beliefs we had and, and, and you know, and the way we, you know, dealt with our players, all of that. Uh, there's also hopefully people realize, you know, looking at all of us coaches around the country as well as even players that were just real people. We've got our difficult times as well as, you know, great times. But, you know, just that we're people as well, you know, that we, we live normal lives that's right. It's always a, a good reminder for, for sure. Coach Bob Stoops, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so a, as you reflect, how, how has coaching been a blessing in your life and, and how has it been a, a challenge th- throughout your life? Well, it's been more than anything. It's been a blessing. Uh, you know, dealing with these young men every single day, you know, you have 105 players on your team. You, you'd be amazed at the, the, the faith, uh, the the strong religious beliefs so many have, uh, the different chapel services. And, you know, we'd have chapel before every game, uh, before our pregame meal for a half hour before the game, uh, before pregame meal, we'd all go in and we'd either have a speaker or one of the players would do it. And you'd just be amazed at the deep faith that so many of these young men have. You know, all that's ever written about are the 1% that, that are in trouble for whatever reason, mm. but you never get to see the behind the scenes of the true, you know, strong faith of these guys and, and, and how so much of the time they can express it. And it really affects you. And, and what about for, for you, how, how did your faith influence your coaching style and, and your approach as, as you run a, a team and, and, and a whole program there at, there at Oklahoma? Well, I, I've just always been a very faithful person, you know, from my childhood on through high school, college. I was, my family was, it was always instilled in me. And so I, I thought, you know, I, I thought I had a, a window or an opportunity being the head coach to try in the, in the right ways to always have it in front of our players or put it in front of our players. For instance, uh, and like I said, never did we ever have a, a meal together as a team where one of the players didn't say a blessing ahead of, you know, ahead of us eating. Uh, we would constantly put, like I said, our chapel service in a window of time that it was really convenient for the players to be there. Hmm. Uh, I, you know, they'd be walking by the room and cause you never wanted to make it mandatory, but you know, you, it was so convenient for them to walk right in the room, say right after a team stretch. Also, anytime there was a Sunday that we had to work, meaning we had to practice or we had to have meetings because of the way the time schedule was, we would always have a church service on a Sunday. Uh, my entire time uh, that I coached there for 18 years, and we would have the players organize and, or, or our team chaplain, they would all be a part of the church service wow. that we would all you know, try and attend. So anyway, just I tried to make it convenient and to keep, you know, as much as I could, put it in front of them to, so that they would hopefully gravitate uh, to some kind of faith and belief. 
Oh, that, that's cool. Bob Stoops, our guest right now on Unpacking It. His new book is called No Excuses, The Making of a Head Coach. And, and of course, Coach, we, we know that, that you walked away from uh, Oklahoma back in, in June 2017 as the head coach and, and still remain in, involved there. And, and we'll talk about your, your new role in the XFL in a moment. But, but I'm curious, coming to that decision, and, and I guess I'm, I'm curious from a, a faith perspective, what that was like from a, a, you know, the, the prayer and, and getting counsel from others and, and just ultimately knowing in your heart and spirit that that was the best decision for you at that time? Well, uh, there was no one to counsel with, really. It was just me. You know, it's, it's my life and what I was doing, and I, just a lot of reflection on my own part. I just felt that I, was, I had completed what I was to do at Oklahoma mm. after 18 years, and I just felt like I had done it. I, I, this, was, this part of my life was, was complete at Oklahoma, and, uh, and I had run my race. I, it was, it was, it was, you know, I was satisfied with it. There was nothing at all negative. It was all positive, And I felt, you know, I felt I had the right guy in place that could continue to push a program you care about deeply to keep pushing it forward. And that person of course was Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. Someone told me it, and I'll get this wrong, but it was talking about this guy of deep faith. Here he was, found himself drowning in a river, Hmm. and he's praying to God, surely you will not let me pass. You know, I've been so faithful, and I've been such a good servant to you. You'll save me. And meanwhile, while he's closed his eyes and he's praying and praying for God just to save him, meanwhile, here passes a log. Here comes another big log going by or another (laughs) vehicle that he could have saved himself. He let them all pass by. And he gets to heaven, and he's at the gate, and he's having an argument with whoever's, you know, with, with God. Like, how could you have let me pass? He said, well, I gave you three opportunities that you could have saved yourself, and you didn't. Uh. And, you know, so the point being, like, I felt, I just felt, why did this feeling come to me? Mm. And there must be a reason it's coming to me. Mm. And not that I was drowning in the river at all, but at the end of the day, I thought, yeah, this, this is right. And don't be afraid to act on it. And I just had faith that it was the right decision for me in my life. Ah, that, no, that's great. And I like I like that story. That's a, that's a good one. Coach Bob Stoops with us here on Unpacking It. And so, since leaving as as the head coach of of Oklahoma, how has your faith grown, and and how has your life maybe changed, and just kind of the rhythm of life changed the, the last couple of years? Well, the rhythm of life is drastically different. I mean. It was, it's incredibly hard, actually, but that doesn't mean it was wrong. I knew it was going to be difficult. It's such a strange when all you've done forever is, you know, is be with a, a gang of guys of, you know, players and coaches every single day competing and working and, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the competitiveness on Saturdays and working up to the game, the intensity of it all. Then all of a sudden it's not there. It's hard. To, it's, it's a, it's a major change in your life, but it's okay. I, I'm learning little by little. And, uh, you know, but my faith is the same. I don't know that I've any different that way, but it's, uh, it's just a different way uh, to live. And, and, and then you got kind of the, the sense that you wanted to return to coaching. And so you're, you're joining the XFL as head coach and, and general manager in Dallas. 
And and so what was that kind of thought process like? And, and at what point did you realize that that was the next direction to go for you? Well, just uh, after the long conversations with Oliver, left the, the commissioner, who's a, a great leader and a, you know, a highly successful guy, I uh, got faith in him and uh, they want a vision for great football and football people are used to watching and exciting football. And the owner, Vince McMahon, as well, a highly successful guy. Uh, just fit me, uh, myself, right now, and my family. Uh, Dallas is relatively close, two and a half hours down the road. So it'll be, you know, it'll be easy for my family to, you know, to s- still come back and forth. You know, so it all just seemed to work. I'm looking forward to working with older guys or players that have played a lot of football. And, you know, there's good players out there that are right on the outside edge of the NFL. For instance, the... Uh, you know, say the last five guys cut from every NFL football team. That's a lot of players, and they're a lot. That's a lot of good football players. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting, fun football. And, and so now that you get back into it, do you think like what kind of changes or things that maybe you've recognized over the last couple of years as you've reflected on you know your coaching career and your coaching style and even kind of the changes in the the coaching culture overall? What will you do differently and implement differently? in this new role? Well, it'll, you know, I don't know I'll do a lot differently, but it'll be different in that I don't have to deal with class attendance, grade issues, compliance issues, you know, things like that. I can just focus on football. And, uh, and again, I think it'll be different working with players that are older and have a lot of football experience already. And, and then from a, I guess, what will you miss most from the the college side of things, and and having that been your background, uh, how do you feel like that will be different now going into the pros? From what you'll miss standpoint. Well, I don't know that miss. You know, you you love the, the pageantry of college football, the the band, and you know the student body, and you know all that goes, you know all all that goes with college programs. That's always special. So that part will be different. It'll just be you know the professional you know, level is just a little bit different that way. But, uh, but you know, we'll still have a good fan base. Absolutely. Coach Bob Stoops, our guest right now on Unpacking It, his new book, No Excuses, The Making of a Head Coach. And coming in 2020, he's going to be the new head coach and general manager of the Dallas Renegades in the XFL. And, and as we talk more about your, your book and, and, and really about your life, uh, one of the things I, I find interesting is is the fact that you're you're one of six children, and your brothers, of course, uh, followed suit as as coaches in football as as well. And and so when you were, I guess, tackling that side of your your life as you were putting this this book together, what were some of the things that that you really wanted to make sure you shared about as far as growing up, uh, being one of six kids? Well, just that you know, money wasn't an issue. You know, we we didn't have. You know, my father was just a high school teacher and coach. Uh, we worked hard in the summers painting houses to try and make extra money. You know, four boys, we all grew up in one bedroom. You can imagine the chaos that that, that was like. Um, but but I, I say all that because, um, you know, I felt uh, my father was one of the wealthiest people in the world because he loved what he did. Mm. He had a great life. Um, and my mother, uh, you know, he and my mother, great relationship, even though six kids in a small house, I always knew even, even today, you know, how little I needed, you know, how, how, how little I need because we had everything, but 
you know, we had very little. We had a small little three-bedroom A-frame house, and but we made it work with a great neighborhood to grow up in, and uh, everybody cared for one another, and, and, and it was fun, and uh, money had nothing to do with it. Wow. No, that, that's neat. And, and as you, you know, wrote about in, in the book and, and reflected on you know, the, the, the death of your father, how, how impactful was that at the, the time that it, that it happened? And, and now, years later, as you look back, how do you feel like it really maybe changed your life, Im- impacted your life? Well, it's a, it's a major blow. You know, my father was only 54 years old, was in, looked to be in great health. He never overweight, didn't smoke, drink. He, he was still playing fast pitch softball. So when that happened so suddenly, um, you know, it's hard, it, it changes you forever. Um, and, uh, it, it was hard to reflect back on the, on that moment, uh, at that time, but, uh, you know, but he, he gave us a lot in the, in the time we had him. And, uh, you know, just uh, caring about family, having a deep faith, you know, and enjoy the competition of whatever you're doing. He, he, was, he was on a on a baseball field or, you know, coaching football all the time, and we were around sports our entire life. And, and so that rubbed off on all of us. Coach Bob Stoops, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and you, you talk about your, your dad setting that example of you know, finding joy in, in, your, in your job and, and being able to enjoy the, you know, the simple side of life and, and all that sort of thing. I'm curious your perspective on the word success and kind of even in light of that, because here you were, so much success at Oklahoma and you know, win after win and winning a championship and all that. How did your perspective change over the years and, and now even as you've kind of stepped you know, away from, from that and being at the, the center of, of college football and, and all of that, how do you view success? What does that word mean to you at, at this point? Well, and at the end of the day, it's, it's success to me is how you are with your relationships with your family, your spouse, your friends. Um, you know, that's what's most important, and, and that's what I cared the most about. Hmm. The wins and losses – I get it. I wanted to win. And at the end of the day, your record is what it is, but it isn't going to carry you through life like your family will, your friends will. And that's to me is where the true joy comes from. Amen. I'm right there with you. Well, you mentioned a little bit earlier, just kind of how you, you know, the, the, the values of, of what you use to, to build Oklahoma and, and your coaching philosophy. And I was reading a couple of those, those words and we'd love to just have you share just a, a little bit about these, these four words uh, consistency, integrity, loyalty, and winning. That's what you, you know, that, that's what represented you and, and, and Oklahoma for, for so many years. How do those, those words even translate for somebody listening today? Like, like what can those words, uh, how can they bring value to, to someone's life? Well, again, integrity means everything. I, I, I told my assistant coaches, if I told them once, I told them a hundred times, I'll lose before I cheat. Mm. Um, you know, we're going to do things the right way. Uh, we're going to always do things the right way. We're going to work hard. And, uh, you know, we're going to trust one another. And, you know, to me, that's that's what really matters. You, you got to – and I, I wanted to win. Uh, and uh, But we were going to do it the right way. We are going to work hard. And we were going to trust one another, players and coaches. And, uh, you know, it worked out for us. It worked out really well. Coach Bob Stoops, our guest with us right now. No excuses. The making of a head coach is his new 
book. It's a, it's a memoir, and, and it chronicles his rise in football, his life and legacy, and what's to come as, as he's the head coach and general manager in the XFL with the Dallas Renegades. And my, my, my last question, so as you think about all the players that you've, you've coached and, and, and had an impact on, is there a, a story of, of impact that, that you can share today? You don't even necessarily have to say the name of the player, but just someone that, that you look back and go, man, I'm, I'm so thankful that, that God used me in, in this person's life the way that he did. And, and you can look back and say, wow, this is who he was when he came into college and to see who he is today. Uh, is, is there somebody that, that specifically comes to mind? I'm sure there's many, but, but somebody that you could share about today. Well, there's, a, there's so many, uh, so many wonderful players that you deal with. And All-American Tommy Harris, who was a really faithful guy. His dad was a minister. And every time his dad see, would see me, he'd give me a hug and say, Coach, I love you and I'm praying for you. So one day, uh, it's the day we're starting football camp uh, one year, and Tommy's, you know, again, a big, tough defensive lineman. And I get this note on my desk. Uh, from Tommy Harris said, uh, Coach, I love you and I'm praying for you. And I thought it was his dad. So I said, I see Tommy the next day at practice and I tap him on the shoe while he's stretching. I said, Tommy, I got the nicest note from your dad. He must have dropped you off here back at school. Uh, he stopped in my office and I missed him and he said he loved me and he's praying for me. And then I see a big little smirk and Tommy smiling down there while he's stretching. And I go, what are you smiling about? He goes, Coach, that wasn't my dad. That was me. <laughs> so I, I, I gave him a hug, and I said, thanks, buddy. And I said, no. And I winked at him. I said, any particular reason you're praying for me that I don't know? And <laughs> so, um, but those are the neat things you, you get from these guys, these young guys that are so tough and great players, but you don't realize the sensitive side of them and, and just how, you know, just how cool they are as people. You know, and I, I loved it. You know, that's just, uh, but that was Tommy, too. He's a special, special young man. He, he's awesome. He's, he's been a, a guest on this show and, and really shared a powerful story with us, and, and he, he was an excellent guest. So I'm not surprised to hear that, that story. Uh, Coach, it's, it's so great to talk with you today and, and excited about your new book, No Excuses, The Making of a Head Coach. He's Coach Bob Stoops. Really appreciate you being a part of Unpacking It today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackinit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackinit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.